Rachel Senior once again comes up, comes around with the I see three sides of you. Oh, the side mat sees the side the camera see. Oh, and- but the that I didn't understand was when she said that so obviously she was like the side that Matt's and then she went, I wonder what side Matt's gonna see tonight. I was like, well obviously the side that Matt's <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things though where it's like you think it's so clever and then you're like, oh wait, it's okay. Oh wait, never mind. Sophie Bradley I literally can't deal with this show anymore I literally cannot deal I, I wrote later on, I was like, this girl doesn't understand what the word literally means. Why is she speaking like that? Like, what is that accent? Oh, I, I just, I just can't. Oh, literally. the girl makes me like, oh, like, I know she says it about Katie, but she makes me like, oh. Literally, she is, I'm, I'm <laughs> Yeah, let's get it, let's get it out of the way. First things first, obviously. Victoria's gone. I am obviously we're going to talk low I think this episode is going to be very Victorian Anna heavy um I don't think it will be Anna heavy though well yeah Anna so obviously Anna left pretty much in the first 10 minutes a time stamped when he was like you're gonna have to go it was 11 minutes into the show so she was this is why I don't she was quickly like done out yeah like, I was you, quite surprised. You know, let's get into so now now that we've made it clear, let's go chronological. I think that's yeah. So the preview it. for the episode basically the same as last week's. Yeah. And um, apart from, obviously, it's a lot more Victoria centric than last week's promo, which made it seem like Anna and Victoria. But that's obviously because Anna's like done and gone straight away. Yeah, and do you know what? Like, I think. Yeah, like I said, I don't want to jump too far ahead when it comes to the Anna Victoria stuff because there's other stuff that happens before that. But yeah, I think it was pretty, the preview was pretty much like, we know what's going to happen. I'm just glad that it didn't take us a year to get to that point in the episode. We actually got to see some other things by that point. Yeah, I think we stunned some of these girls the first episode. I'm I'm going to stand up for myself. I did not stand MJ from the beginning. Yes, you did. You said you kind of liked her. Did I? Yeah. You stop trying to go back on it now. You can't go back <laughs> on it. You said it. <laughs> I'm like, I only go for the good ones. I only love I, I Katie in the first episode, but how um, long was I? So to go back on track, after the preview, we get this scene of Victoria and Kit walking through the complex. Oh. Honestly, the things that Victoria is saying. So like, Victoria, the first line is, I loved the OGs and the house was great until these new people came. And then she says, we haven't even started the hazing process yet. Oh, when she said the hazing process, I was like, you are done. You are done. And then what I thought was disgusting, and this is where it frustrates me. I'm going to build, I'm just going to say it now. I'm not going to wait till we get there. 
later on we see a lot of the girls once victoria and anna leave like all the girls kind of put the blame on mj and i'm not saying mj doesn't deserve it she does but she was not the only girl that was part of this that's the thing she isn't we're ignoring that like in that last scene we saw in the last episode piper was getting in on it chelsea i think is an underdog like front runner for the bullies as well like i i don't know i've got serena c and kick how how is Serena C just like sunk into the background and like it literally looks like the... and, and Kit I think Kit's a big like especially because she's had this one on one date this week I think a lot of people are like, distracted by that Kit said that uh, that line about Sarah when Sarah went like don't even say her name to me blah blah like Kit said and Kit is the one with Victoria walking here yeah, yeah Kit doesn't say anything but she also blanks these two new girls when they walk past them. It's not just Victoria, it's Kit as well. She's yeah. just as liable. And then when um, Victoria says something else, all that Kit says in response is, don't let them hear you say that. She doesn't go, and the thing is, when we're saying, oh, you could say something, we're not saying you have to tell these girls off because I know that could be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You can make a joke out of it. You could be like, I mean, if I had a friend and they went a bit much, I'd be like, oh, a bit harsh there, mate. Or... Yeah. Oh, that's a bit much there. So, do you know what I mean? Like, you can say it and still say it in a jokey way, but be like, listen, you need to calm down a bit without being like, you shouldn't be saying this, that's out of order. It's like at a point where we've had enough of this, like we've had enough of this, like gang handling and this, this this just gang mentality. It's just, it's it's just awful. It's embarrassing. It is. And this is the issue is all these things aren't big things. They're not. If it was the real world, walking past two girls and blanking them is not a big thing. But you've got to think these girls are isolated from everything apart from who they're with. They can't talk to anyone else. They're living together in a confined space. Like, I know it's got like a big conflict. They're still like stuck together all the time. It might be a good point to bring up at this point what um, we spoke about during the week about Nick Files talking about the um, like whether victoria is a plant and is yeah. like so and, and a certain thing are set up because that sort of scene like the cameras are there watching it happen i feel like that sort of thing could be planned i don't know it seemed it did seem organic that particular moment but there's another moment later in the episode where jesenia and mj like walk up with their suitcases and then oh that, yeah that is you can to be honest, you can tell which bits are like. Oh, like I'm like, they hate like, each other. The bit where they get all the mean girls to look at themselves in the mirror just before yeah. the first world ceremony. I'm like, this is like a seat, especially when Anna like does her lip gloss and then gives a look into the mirror. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a movie montage scene of the mean girls before they go to do the thing. Literally. Like it was so produced. So Nick Vile said in his um podcast he was addressing the theory that victoria is a plant by the producers which has been a big big accusation in the series a lot of people are thinking it um and he said victoria's been so outrageous to your point and there are people who are like she must be a paid actor she must be a producer plant they don't have to do that people in this world in this country are insane enough that they are so desperate for attention and they'll go about it anyway and victoria's proof of this like she knows what she's doing and she doesn't care because she just loves the attention which is true it is true and i think that's that's why like i do think to myself okay maybe some of this stuff isn't planned like there are i know i've met people before 
yeah like crazy that are like that will do anything to get their own way or to like get what they want and I'm like you are messed in the head but anyway let's not I think people like to blame the producers because then the blame isn't on themselves and they don't have to look at themselves and like own up to it definitely but we obviously after we've um Kit and Victoria have moved on we see Brittany um after last and Ryan and Ryan, yeah. Also, like, I just need to point out that Ryan is fab. Like, I think she's... Yeah. She, yeah, I'm really a fan of her. I think some of the things... Even I noticed this in the last episode. I'm not, I agree what she says, but just in terms of, like, I just think all of them are a bit meh. In terms oh, of, yeah. I don't think they bring much. But I do agree with, like, she does say quite a lot of very good things. I do think her one-on-one chat with Matt at the Rose Ceremony was a bit much. But I do agree. I do like a lot of the things she says this episode. I think that she's like a good influence. And I think that if she was in it from the start, she would have, we would have seen a lot more of her. I don't think she'll get very yeah. far because we haven't. Um, yeah. But yeah, and we also get a little flash of Katie saying, if you're going to be a mean girl, I'm going to call you out. Like, Yeah, which I love that. But what I think was interesting about Ryan and Britney's conversation is though, they both are discussing the rumor and they both, so obviously no one knows Katie spoke to Matt the night before. Because they're talking and they're saying, and Brittany's like, yeah, I'm going to go talk to Matt and tell him about it. So they don't know that Katie's already told him the night before what's going on. And do you know, did I miss something? Did we see how Katie, how they found out that Katie did it? Because I just yeah. heard... So Matt spills the beans to all people, Victoria. Oh, he said Katie, I missed that. Yeah, he says the words Katie. So when he does, when him and Victoria go for their one-on-one, um, he says when Katie told me last night, and that's when she fight, and that's how it all comes out. And I'm like, of all the people, you had to say it to Matt. We we also do get a um couple of quick um. Well, like MJ and Anna, is this what you're talking about? Yeah. And this is what I mean. So I just want to say this line because I then want to contrast it later when we get to the later point. Anna turns around, she goes, "I don't care about her. I don't give a fuck anymore." And then we see, like, like, and then MJ makes the varsity squad comments. Oh. Can I just ask what JV is? Because it's an American so JV's junior varsity. Oh, so it's like the new... It's like below, yeah. Right. So, like, you'll start on JV and then you'd move up to varsity. Got you. I just... I'm just like, you are literally the worst kind of person like that is the kind of person I do not want to be around and do not want myself like associated with and she's exactly that person down to a T and I'm gonna say this now I will say it again with Victoria makes point but the all these girls try to use humor as an excuse I'm just going to stay just because you think something's funny does not one mean it's mean or two make it funny and that's like this. I, I do you know. I've even had I had this conversation with my mum like last week because she said something to me, and she was like, and I like sort of snapped back, and she was like, it was a joke. I was like, but it wasn't funny. Like yeah, that's well, what I'm angry about because it's not funny. Like we can't just say it's a joke and like. And there's a difference between um, my mum and Victoria, laughing people and laughing at people at other people's expense there's a difference because roasting it's kind of like you're in on it as well like yeah you can take the piss out of me but I'm also a part of that joke yeah that's roasting just laughing at someone's expense is what all these girls are doing it's not the same thing and that is not nice right 
It's just mean girl behavior. It's all it, it is. is. Like it's just and awful. Then, so Anna makes me laugh because for the past like three weeks, she said a lie that is so ironic because the le- the rest of the episode is like completely opposite to what she says. So she sits down at the rose ceremony and she's like, yes, I feel better going into this week. And then she's like, I finally feel like I'm above some people. Like, so she won't go home. And I'm like, girl, you're about to go home. Honestly, the whole VT situation was just, just exactly what I needed to finish this character up because she, like, I don't, I don't like to refer to the girls as characters because they're people, but she is a character. Like, I just you know what but I will say something about it when it comes to her leaving I think a lot of what she says is just bullshit I'm not gonna lie about that however she as soon as Matt does his speech she says I was I said a comment that was really out of character which I think is true I don't think she's necessary and I think she's got caught up by it all and I think she's the first yeah Anna yeah and I think Anna is the type of person and you can tell from her reaction when she's in the car leaving yeah she will grow from this. She'll be a stronger, nicer woman and she would not make these mistakes again. I think I, she will learn and she will, it'll be a life lesson and it will make her a lot better person. And she's took it on and she is, you can tell she is disappointed in herself. She's not just saying it, you can tell. Whereas Victoria has, and I know it's such a strong word to use and I don't want to use it, but she does have psychopathic tendencies yeah. where she has no remorse for what she's saying. No. She won't take it on. She is oblivious. Everything that's being said, she just twists it and manipulates it to how it fits her and how it works. And she flips and flops. Like They are psychopath. If you think about your 10th bundle and think, they say all these type of things about them. There's no remorse in the characters. There's no sympathy, nothing. And that's what I see when I saw Victoria's reaction to all of what was happening. I think, like, if you, if she, if this airs and she watches it and she really doesn't see how she behaved, I don't know. Like, I, I just can't, I can never see her being in like a full on relationship without causing hell for the other person. I know it sounds so savage, but. Oh, I, I think it's true. She doesn't have the empathy you need to be in a relationship not at all not at all um what i will get confused about though is victoria was like oh me and matt have a really strong connection i'm like where's she starting to think that they've got a strong connection from absolutely not every time i've seen them talk like he doesn't even and you haven't got to kiss i guess but like he doesn't even kiss her at this point in the show like when they are talking or anything like it's just is awkward every time oh if I'm right they've not really kissed since like week two we're on week five yeah literally unless we're not seeing it but I mean he didn't look yeah. like a great time when they kissed anyway um, um I want to know your opinions on Matt's speech as in the speech at the start when he went yeah at the royal ceremony yeah. I mean, firstly I wrote that like his face when he walked in was like mortified I think he was like I can't believe I have to do this like, <laughs> it just was so awkward to watch um I thought the fact that you threw out the bullying word was massive, but I was glad that he did. Like he he didn't just say like there's been he obviously just going that there's a toxic energy in the house. But the fact he threw out the bully word, I was like, good. Like let's call him out. Let's get let's get this done. Um and at that point when we like see Anna's face when he says like that like the a rumor like that has been spread about Britney could ruin someone's life. Oh yeah, her face, you can see she's like, shit, I know, it's like, I'm done. You can tell straight away as soon as she says that she knows. 
Um, and obviously he ends the thing on a pretty like down note. I mean, he, which he should have said, wasn't like, let's all have a drink. Like he said, I don't get enough time with you all, but now I've got to deal with this. And I was like, I, I sorry, go on. I think we, I, I think he dealt with the, with that, that speech well. I thought it was a bit of a wet lettuce speech. I mean, we all know that I think that was a bit of a wet lettuce, but I, thought- I just think it wasn't very like, like, I'm tired of this shit. Stop it. Like, I've had enough. This is ridiculous for people to be acting like this. You're acting like children. I mean, I mean maybe it could be because I am, if I have an opinion, I will air it. So if that was me, I'd be like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'd say it straight up where he was like, um yeah so guys it's just not great and like I have other things I need to be focusing like it's not about you right now and what you have to be focusing on these girls are going through like hell but again and I can't believe I was excited about it at the beginning of the series because if he'd been a contestant I don't think this would be his reaction Uh, they need to have an alumni on the next season they need to they can't put us through this again because I honestly it really I think, to be honest, it's been a combination of he's not been on it before and there's so many, the girls' overall ages are so young that it's been a combination of the two. It upsets me because I've watched those old series and you didn't have this. And I I do think it would have been a great chance to get something fresh and new with them not being a previous contestant. But with today's current like fame goers, and you just can't have it. Anymore, yeah. it just doesn't work. Um, um we, we obviously see what did make me question is that. Sorry, go on. Did I miss something when Katie told Matt? I didn't think she said Brittany's name. Um, I thought she was like the rumor about a girl in a house that could ruin their lives. She did say that, but I, I, what I thought at that point was that the producers. Have- well, I was thinking, have the producers either stepped in and been like, "It's Brittany," or has he been like? Who is this? Like, I need to know who it's about. No, I don't think. I, I think we would have seen that. I think they would have shown us that. But I think I do think at that point, when a claim, a rumor has been made like that with no evidence to back it, I think the, it's the producer's duties to call up, call out what has happened for Matt's own benefit. It's a bit, it's a bit too serious at that point to be going. Oh, let's just let him go and find out himself. You know. Mm. So because he, he does pull Britney straight away, so that he ends and he's like, Britney, come with me. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't you know. know. Really, oh, sorry, go on. There you go, you go. What really ups, not upsets me, what I really couldn't stand is as soon as he pulls her away and they walk away, all of the girls aren't like, damn, I shouldn't, like, regretting, like, like who did I didn't realise. They're like, who did it? Yeah, who did it? Who said that? Who's told Matt? And it's like, no, you should all be like, Shit, I didn't realise. MJ literally come across. MJ literally says there's not a toxic energy in this house. I'm like, you do you know what though? It's not just MJ. Chelsea says, because Chelsea makes a very good comment. She says, I didn't think that the house was toxic. Um, and I think bullying is a very strong word to use, which I do agree. Like, I think bullying should be like very carefully. I think it is thrown about too much sometimes. Um, she says, I thought, I think bullying is a very strong word to use, but how are you all feeling? Like, how have you all felt in the house? And she opens and asks the girls and opens the conversation up. Yeah. Um, so there's, but there's quite a lot of girls. Now, I don't know how to 
feel about this because we obviously see a lot of like scampering as soon as this is said so many people like scampering about trying to recover and we see so many girls like oh I didn't realize I don't know if some of them did because there is obviously little groups in the house like you see like Abigail and Maggie together so I don't know if some of the girls actually did realize that some of them were feeling like that or if it's a bit like you're being a bit naive there, home. Like you've got. I think that's exactly what it. I no, I do think that it is naivety. I'm like, at the end of the day, like that. If, if everybody was in the same boat, it'd be different. But Brie isn't talking against this. Abigail and um, Mag, like all the good girls, basically have seen yeah. this happen. It's the girls that are causing the drama that haven't seen it because they are bullies. Well, then, Joel, it's very interesting. One of the girls that apologizes and says she hasn't seen it is Serena P. Which shocked me, but also then showed me the naive side of Serena P as well. But she's very young. We've said this before. She's like 22, isn't she? Yeah, it sort of gave me that head in the clouds thing that you was talking about. Before. Yeah. Like it wasn't. Um, no- what I do like, though, is I think a lot of the girls from that speech only think it's about the rumour. And it's not just about the rumour. Because a lot of the girls, like Anna's. Anna's face when he walks away, she's like, oh, when he said a rumour about it's going to ruin someone's life, that was obviously... And before she even gets the chance, Victoria just goes, you. So I think Victoria thinks she's got away scot-free. I think all the girls do. I think all the girls just think, oh, it's what Anna said. That's what's going to... And they think that Anna's going to get all the blame and that'll be it. So then we obviously go into Anna's conversation with Matt. Um, we've sorry, just we've not gone through Britney's conversation with Matt, right? Yeah, so I, I I do feel bad for Britney because Mm -hmm. I think she's been thrown into an awkward situation that might not have happened if Anna wasn't there. Um, and I think the way it's dealt with is horrible, but we can't forget what Britney came in like. She didn't come in as a nice person, like, that's what obviously Matt hasn't seen. Um, I also feel like her, her emotional breakdown, as he calls it, I don't think it was that emotional. It felt very forced, yeah. very staged, very insincere. I don't think she was that upset about it. I'm not saying she wasn't upset at all, but I don't think she was that upset about it personally. Um, And what I also couldn't stand is... so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but she told Matt that Anna apologised to her and was like, listen, I've been telling all the girls in the house that you've been an escort. That's not what the conversation was that we saw aired last week. And that is literally, she tells Matt, Anna apologised and said, oh yeah, I've gone round and told all the girls that you're an escort. That's not what it was. And I mean, in a way, I feel for Anna that this is what they're getting at because... Anna has been a mean girl in a lot of other ways. I think her actually, and I think how she asked Brittany about it could have been a hell of a lot better. I don't think it's right how she asked, but I don't think it's wrong that she asked her, listen, I've got these root texts, all these things have come through that you're apparently an escort. Or she should have talked to her one-on-one, basically. I just and I like said it- this last week, but I don't think she did anything wrong by asking her. Like, I've had all these messages, several messages. Obviously, it's worrying. Is it true or not? I don't think it was really Anna's place to do anything about it unless it got to a stage where it was affecting Matt. Um, 
like at the end of the day sex work is work like it's oh no no yeah completely yeah if that was the if that was the way that things had played out in her life like I said last week I think um it's no one's business and she might be a changed person blah 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 but like I just think and I think Anna did obviously is she should not call right in front of all those people no she shouldn't I'm not saying I don't think her asking her if she'd done it one-on-one in a different, t- not as a revenge thing, because she's yeah, took her time like, away. Yeah, yeah. If she just like sat down and was like, listen, I've had these messages of several people. Obviously, it's a bit worrying to get through. Like, obviously, can you just like maybe it's some, then I don't think it would have been a big thing because we've seen before people, every season near enough, we get people like, oh, I've been told to be watch out for this person or this person's meant to have had a girlfriend or they've just come on for the fit. We've had it so many times yeah. and it's never been an issue. I think it's how she did it and why she did it that's an issue. But I just feel like everyone's like, oh, you should never have. And I'm not saying, I think she was right. If I'd got those messages, I would have said something. I'm not saying I would have said it the way that she said it or why she said it, but... This is where I think it's just all been like a built. It's just and it's it, given it's given Britney a toxic environment. It is a toxic environment, and it's given Britney the ammunition to go in and create drama and like give yeah. herself the the victim card yeah. because Anna has done this. Yeah, Britney isn't innocent. I don't think she's innocent. Like I think the way that Britney, like I said, came in the house was not okay. Like there's one thing coming up with your guard up and there's another thing coming in and not being a nice person. I don't think she's, I don't think she's like a, just from obviously watching the show. I don't know. I don't know her, but like. Um, The other comment I really couldn't stand because I was like, well, this is obvious because you're normally the mean girl. She was like, I've never been, I've never experienced bullying. I'm like, well, how nice for you. Literally. And do you know what? I, I did think that. And then I thought, Okay, some people aren't bullied at the end of the day, but I just couldn't help but think like the words that you came in with and that the attitude you came in with. Yeah, I feel I like she. I don't know if she used to believe like, me, you know what I mean? Like, I think, again, if she had come in week one, I think she very much would have been in the mean girl group. Oh, yeah, I think she would have. This is what this is the that I think she would have been. Yeah. So, yeah. So then we get, yes. Yeah, so what annoys me is so we see MJ and Anna talking and MJ. And this is the thing, they just, they obviously don't think any of the MJ's words. She thinks she's done nothing wrong. Like, it just baffles me, yeah. And then she turns around, she's like, oh, you just need to talk to him first and get, like, your side out. And she doesn't, again, she doesn't pull him to one side. He comes and grabs Anna. Yeah. Which, and even the way it was, they were like, the girls are there, she had her back to him. And I was just like get up and move like you're in a completely different part of the house with a completely different group of girls like it could have changed everything for her as well she had been proactive i think it looked it would have given her a lot of brownie points if she like pulled him to one side and be like listen it would have made her seem a lot more sincere when she was saying i feel awful and things as well do you think anna's gonna be on paradise do you think that will happen no you don't i think they'll offer it her, but I think with all the hate she's probably getting at the moment on social media and everything, I think she will become a bit of a recluse, like step back from the limelight to get it, because she regrets everything. I think that's the type of, per- like she'll try and like get, not, I didn't mean get away, like she'll try and just step back and let everything like fade away and then she can live a normal life 
life again. Victoria's the type that'll go on pa- Paradise because she just loves it and she doesn't yeah, care if she gets yeah. because it's more time in the limelight. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I do think it would, I actually think it would be a positive thing for her to go on Paradise because I don't think Anna is a bad person, like we said. Like, I think she is a good person. I think the person that we expected her to be is in there, but I think she just, it was just a completely wrong experience for her. Like, I think, obviously, she... But my She's point- a victim of circumstance in the way that, like, everything that happens just turned her into this person. But I, I would also be interested to know if she does make more of an effort to, like, be proactive in these situations because that's obviously something we haven't seen her do. Yeah. So I'd be, I'd be, I would love her to be in paradise to see what she would be like. A comment that I don't really understand is when Katie's like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable um, when Matt was doing his speech because I was like, but you literally told Matt to do that. You, like, as in literally, not the way Victoria says it, you literally turned to him and went, you need to pull all the girls and do a speech and tell them that they need to... So I was like, why are you feeling uncomfortable? Because you were the one who said to do this. I'm, I think I would probably feel uncomfortable as well. But yeah, it's just a, it was almost like, ironic, wasn't it, that she said yeah. it? Um, and then everyone's upset. I'm like, you're only upset because you've messed up and you now know it and you're like freaking. Um, I mean, and I also think, so like you said before, MJ says it's not a toxic environment right now and he needs to know that. But I'm like, it's all right for you to say that because you're on like the right in apostrophes side of the argument. Like you're on like the non-toxic side in the way that you're the one who doesn't have all the the uncomfortableness, feels yeah. like awful. Like Even you're on the right to... side of it that you don't see the toxic way that you're all acting. She's in the varsity and they're in the BJ at JP BJ. <laughs> the JP. <laughs> God, I've got to be careful my words on this podcast. Um... <laughs> and I will also say, as ironic as it is. My favourite look of Anna's. I love how it was styled from head oh, to toe. Oh, she was beautiful, wasn't she? My own little pet peeve is, and this is because my mum and dad are hairdressers, my mum hates when you can see pins in the hair and you could see the pin holding a fringe back at the side. Oh, I was like, really? Oh. Yeah. Um, and Victoria was also wearing the most flattering dress that she's worn so far. See everything. I was like, like... I mean, I did think on the preview her boobs were about to fall out when oh, she came out of the bathroom. I actually... They thought we were going to get a nip slip here. Um, but yeah, I think it was two of their best outfits the night they're going. Well, it was the, like, leave with a good impression, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I think it's time to jump onto Anna now, right? In the conversation. Yeah, so Rachel and Ryan make a good point about Anna, which I think leads into it very well. They say, yes, she didn't start the rumour, but she did spread it. Yeah. Which is what the, the, I think that's what I was saying. Like she was the one who then went and just told everyone before confronting. Um, I think the mob mentality, a word that Matt uses quite a bit, I think that is what gets to Anna. So she sits there, she knows the gig's up straight away. Yeah. Like I said, it's 11 minutes. There's no no light. But I think Matt's response to Anna when, like, it doesn't really give her a chance to talk. Um, I don't think he wanted to get rid of her. I, there was a point where I was like, this isn't going to happen. Like, this is actually going to... And he genuinely seemed really shocked, I thought. And I think this was the most uncomfortable I've probably seen Matt on the show so far. But I also feel like this is where he knows when she goes, 
it was out of I think the rest of what she says is bullshit. I do think it's out of character. I think all the other stuff, the mean girl, so she didn't need to do that. When she's like, oh, I, I just made one comment and it wasn't just one comment. Um, but he says like, it's only right for the girls in the house. Like, he's not saying, like, I don't think he he wanted to get rid. No. I, hon- I honestly don't. But he had, if he didn't, it would have looked so That's what bad. I think, yeah. He knew that because of how the girls all then started to feel and he couldn't do anything else, he had to. But I don't think he wanted to get rid of her. And I also, like, I'll be honest, I was gutted that she left. Like, even though I know she's not been good and, like, she was one of my favourites from the start just in her personality and the way that she was. And I know we saw her dwindle, but I almost think, like, if she had got a second chance, he would have seen the real person and he she wouldn't have been given a chance to shine. Yeah. But um, again. and I think that thing Matt knows that's not who she is. Well, he said to her because he, he literally said, "I know you're not a horrible person. I've been here before." Like, yeah, he relates to. I her. think he understood Anna a lot, mm. and that's what, like, but she's just she's very resigned about it all. I think by this point she already knew as soon as he took her that it was over. Um, but like when they do the little talk in the in the car, you could tell she was just so resigned. She was just not, she wasn't fighting. This is the thing, and this is what Victoria doesn't do. MJ doesn't do it later on in the episode. When they're confronted with it, the other two girls are on the attack. They're on the defense. Like, it's not me. It's you type thing. Anna's like, I did it. She doesn't own up to everything. I'm not saying that she does because there's a lot of stuff. She just thinks it's this rumour. It's not just that. She was also, like, made little snide comments and made it toxic. But she does own up to a lot of it, which none of the other girls do. Yeah. And even... even You've got to give her props for that. It's not easy to do on national television. Even, like, when she says it in the car, the last thing we see her say is, I just want to go cry in the shower. I was like, there. Like, yeah. it's not like... <laughs> she weren't even, like, breaking down in the car. She was like angry herself she was like what yeah. why has this gone this way um yeah so then we see a lot of the girls just scampering around and oh. apologizing kit apolog this is what pissed me off so kit apologizes for not being more open to the girls and she'll make an active um try to change that now i'm like you literally walked past a girl and completely blanked them and didn't realise that you weren't being open and welcoming to them. Honestly. And then not only that, Victoria's making all these comments to you. You're not defending them at all. You're not, you knew exactly what was going on and you're trying to now play the, oh, I didn't know, I'm sorry, I'll try harder now. And she even she even said, like, uh, Ryan even said to her, to Victoria, like, you're apologising out of convenience. And it's so true. That summed up exactly what was happening. I was like... Do you want me to tell you the one thing I did love with all these, like, apologising? Serena C, I know we're not a fan, but to give the girl props, she's like, oh, the kiss after that's gone. She's a bitch, but at least she's owning being a bitch, and, and she's what, real. She, she didn't do it either. She didn't apologise for the way she was being. No, she's like, like, I'm not apologising. And to be fair, at least she's being real and standing by what she's said and being like, do you know what? Why these get like a fair play to her. That's all I can say. I mean, I'm not saying she's right by it, but at least she's not all scampering and being fake and two-sided. And like all these girls are now just 
I don't trust any of them one bit. I, I mean, I don't like Serena Z, but I at least trust her. I know where I stand with her. And do you know what? Like, there's obviously a reason Matt has kept her on this long. And I like, I, I'm hoping maybe we might see something. Your face right now is like, absolutely not. I'll but... never forgive her for the daddy comment. I'm oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think like, she looked like a naughty schoolgirl sitting there knowing she did wrong but standing by what she did. Um, you see it even more later when on the group date, MJ gets pulled about her behaviour and then she's like, tries to confront the girls. Serena gives her such a side eye in that moment. And I honestly, I'm quite confused how she's like flying under the radar of all of this and she doesn't get picked up by anyone. Imagine she wins. She won. Imagine. <laughs> Fantasy sweet with Serena C. Oh God! Oh, um, so Victoria also then starts, and this is where you can tell she's so insincere, and this psychopathic tendencies. She goes, "Sorry, I took your crown. I was not being silly. Just not. Um, I was being silly, not malicious." And then she's like laughing and smiling as she says it. I'm like, apologizing and laughing whilst you're apologizing does not make it seem the sincere in the slightest. Literally, literally, and um. So was it this point where Ryan goes and talks to Matt? So Victoria first talks to Brittany, which what she says to Brittany pisses me off more than anything because she goes, I don't think you were uh, treated fairly and I would have warmed round to you and I just wanted you to know that. As in she's just basically trying to make it a word to Brittany, like, listen, I've said this to you, just so you know I've said this, so you can now go and tell Matt that I've said this, so I'm in the good books. I mean, like, it, was, it was Victoria that said to Brittany as she walked in, like, you know your second best, or whatever she said to her. Yeah, like, she's trying to manipulate, this is her manipulating people. I mean, at this point, it doesn't work because the gig is up, so she can't do it. Um, but yeah, then Ryan then goes to Matt and like Victoria's the main one she uses. And I love, love, love how these mean words, these nasty little comments that Katie told her about and said, you need to stop it. It's not nice. Is what makes Victoria's downfall. Yeah. Because I don't think if she'd said the word ho, I don't think she would have gone. No, I don't think so. Because that was what, stood out wasn't it and yeah. I mean you obviously mentioned a bit earlier that like it was a lot like Ryan's chat with Matt was very like out of the blue and like in the sense where like we haven't seen Ryan and Matt talk for once yet wow. and it's just like one of the first times we actually see them have a conversation it's about this but I think good on her like again like I'll bring back that I think Ryan is a really good like person oh, yeah and I really liked how she she said a lot of them are now apologizing it's in i liked how she said like it's just insincere like these apologies are insincere now yeah 100 percent. um this is the one thing i want to shake matt about though is i feel like and nothing gets brought up this entire time and i've seen nothing online and it's just i'm like do you not realize now what she said about marilyn like i feel like shaking him like he doesn't address and he doesn't never says now these things are coming out Maybe she wasn't true about Marilyn at the beginning. Maybe that wasn't the case. Do you know what, though? We've obviously going to have the girl, girls tell all, and I think that Victoria is obviously going to be the centre of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, the women tell all, sorry, not the girls tell all. And I think it's things like now the show has aired and he's seen it, 
it's things like that that really do have to come to the forefront because she can't just be forgiven for the bullying she's done for the last five weeks. Like, it's appalling. Oh, it's disgusting. And the thing is, I know for a fact she's going to go on that woman tells all. And just like Yosef did at the men's, going to be like, has no sympathy, doesn't regret it at all. Yeah. Um, and if she does say she does, then you can tell she won't be being sincere in the slightest. Yeah. This was also the point where um, we see Victoria's VT. Victoria's Literally. Literally. I was like, why are you saying literally like that? Like, I get the American accent. It's like literally. But, but I, was like, I know. It, it was too much. It's all just too much. Yeah. Can we just talk about how we're only like 20 minutes in the episode so far? I'm oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, just, we I've, will get through the rest of it. I've become <laughs> so like acclimatized to the drama that the rest of the episode, as much as I don't like the drama, as much as I would like to like it, I'm also bored by the rest of the episode. I'm like, I don't care I about Rachel's one on one. I don't care about Kit's one on one. I'm like, like, but then also, I don't know if it's because of like the choices we did the one on ones with, and I'm like, like I, there's Abigail, Katie, like even give uh, one at this point, like why? Honest to God, his choices of I can tell you now. When I found out that Kit got the second one on one, I gasped because like, Kit, but Kit sorry. got a one on one before Abigail or Katie. And there's, the thing is, there's like points like this in the season where they do a one-on-one to send someone home. Like they sort of know, they just want for their own clarity. But he's obsessed with her. I'm obviously going to get to that, but he's literally obsessed with her and I don't get it. It's just infatuation. That's what it is. I'm telling you. Like no way can a 27-year-old be in love with a 21-year-old that is, I'm sorry, Kit, if you're listening, which you're not, but it, she's so shallow. She tries to be so sincere and she's not. She like when she goes, My life is Bentley's and oh. like, oh, what a hard it's life. Like, it's literally like, I'm a little rich girl and you're just poor. Like, that's what it just felt like I was watching. I just couldn't bear it. Couldn't She's bear just, it. Well, this is where Ryan comes back and Victoria then tries to like do recon. She's trying to find out what's been being said to see what she then needs to do to manipulate the situation. That's what it is. I'm not even going to say it's anything else. That's what it is. And so she's like, what did you talk to him about? And then this is where my honest God, the girl has problems because full play to Ryan. She's like, I told him, I said that you said this, like I'm being honest. And then Victoria tries to twist it around and say that Ryan's being fake now. I'm like, how can you say it would have been fake if she just said, oh, I just talked about some stuff and then didn't, she was fully admitted. She was like, I did talk about you. Yeah. That's not being fit. That's being real. Truth. Exactly. And do you know what I love? My favorite part about that scene was Katie's face throughout the whole thing. She was just like, ready. Yeah, she, was just like, she was like, I am ready to jump on you if you carry on. Like, she and was she not. Does, I didn't write it down, but she did say something. She was like, Well, I can't remember, but Katie did make like one comment that was like, What are you even on about Victoria? Yeah. Basically. Um, I mean, I just don't. And then I, I wrote in my notes, I don't think Victoria knows what the word literally means. Uh, uh, and all of it, she's not upset or regretting what Anna did. She literally says, I'm annoyed. She's annoyed. All of this is just a nuisance to her. Yeah. It's not she's upset or like, like, oh, I shouldn't have said these girls are saying I've said these words. Oh, I feel awful. 
she's annoyed by it all you know that's the proof that this is just a platform for her the way that she changes so quickly in her feelings towards matt i'm like this is just a platform for you you don't love him you don't like him when when she goes to talk to him like we get that insincere deepness from her again like joey tried to talk about her insecurities and we were like what she's like sits down she tries talking about his speech she's like I think what you said was great. I was like, what? I just can't Literally. Literally. Um, uh, I I did, sorry. Well, I loved that Matt said about to it was when he went, um, in what context would calling someone a whore be acceptable in? Because it's like, you're trying to make out like you just said, and he's like, it's never okay to call someone that. And it's and it's like she tries to part off the joke, but she's almost speechless. She's like, and you see, we've seen this Victoria a lot, where yeah. she chucks out all these comments, and she's only got it's all it's all mouth because at the end of the day, it comes to the when it comes to like the the drawing board, she's got no chance. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, but I was uh, initially, I was like, why did he not send her home straight away? But you know, I what? don't. This is I think that was producers telling him not to send her home because I don't understand how. Anna, he can just sit down, gone, done. But and do Victoria stays until the royal ceremony. No, but do you know what? He, I think he did that because he respects Anna. He has respect for Anna. And even the producers probably have respect for Anna. And she deserved to not have that embarrassing, you're going home in the rose ceremony after all this drama. Like, he took her. She, He's had that moment to talk with her. He, he had the opportunity to have that one-on-one saying, I don't think you're a bad person, but I have to... It's, I have to do this for the girls. Victoria didn't deserve that. She didn't deserve, she deserved to be embarrassed after the way she's treated these girls. I think there was, the one thing that makes me feel uncomfortable is, I don't know what those producers said to make her stay. Because Victoria's the type of person, I would have thought when it got to this point and she thought the gig is up this much and everything, because you see her like completely crumble and freak out that she wouldn't just go, so then she wouldn't have to, then she could say that I rejected him, not he, he didn't reject me. Yeah. So I'm like, what did those producers say to her to get her to stay till that royal ceremony? Also, who, was, who was she talking to in the toilet? Did I miss that? Was there someone in the it's toilet? It's a producer. It was oh, a producer yeah. the entire, like what you see or what with. What I couldn't stand is, one, she said she, she, she literally could, literally couldn't believe that she, um, she makes the house toxic. She couldn't understand that at all. And then what I couldn't stand was, she was like, to call me a bully or toxic. She hated and she could not stand she'd been called a bully or a toxic, but she thinks it's okay to call all these girls and then continued to call all these girls all the names under the sun, but then couldn't cope with her being called bully or toxic. Yeah, it's a joke, it's a joke. Um, we... We do get a glimpse of Rachel saying something at this point where she says, like, it affects all of us because it affects Matt, you know? And I was I like, go away. Um, <laughs> was, like, Sorry, guys, that was Siri. <laughs> she was agreeing with me. But I was just like, oh, Rachel, like, why are you still playing the good girl act? Like, get out of my face. I just, you know, I'm so done with she that. Really, that date, she really plays on the good girl act, like... So much. And then she says again, I'm like, this is, I wrote in my notes, someone needs to get the girl a dictionary. I will literally die. Obviously don't know what that word means, do you? Honestly. 
Um, um, and then, so Matt does give the roses first to Brittany and Ryan. He has come out in a podcast and said since he did do that intentionally good. to tell the girls he was over it. He wanted to draw a line under it. Like he was setting the tone. That was it. Yeah. And that was him making a point by giving them to the roses first. Definitely. And I think it, it needed to happen. I literally wrote good in capital letters. I was like, that <laughs> needed to happen. Um, but then obviously, you know I what wrote- isn't good? Matt, uh, Matt, Abigail and Katie are so far down the list of who get roses. Yeah. I, I'm Mag- really surprised. Like, I get, like, I'm a Maggie fan, but I'm like, how is Maggie getting like the fifth or sixth rose and Abigail's like third from last? I was like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, obviously, we the two roses we don't see get given out was Brie and Michelle, which I, I'm like, for the sake of two more roses to Hannah why don't you show us that but obviously we this week we said goodbye to Catalina. I was shook I was shook at yeah. one of the girls like girls yeah so it was- honestly I went is that no and then he shook I went no Mary is gone <sighs> it was a and shock we have a mutual friend that also watches this and I said to her like oh I'm surprised someone that goes and she had the exact set. She was like, what? Mac, like, it's not just, I, w- I was shocked. Mary's had quite a lot of screen time on this season. She's going to yeah. be, she'll, she'll be definitely Bachelor in Paradise, 100%. And I was expecting like a one-on-one at some point because she, to me, stood out on the first night, which I wasn't expecting. Do you know what though? I think that's just proof that like the bad choices of one-on-ones really does affect things. Like it does. I think that they, I think them two could have, she she fought for her position there as well. Like she, oh, was, yeah. she gave one hundred and ten percent. I know we had a suspicion that she might have not been as sincere as she was coming across and stuff. But to be fair, what we saw of her was nice. I liked her, and I was I was upset that she went. Um, but yeah, so we also got lost. Catalina, um, Mary, and uh, Lauren, Catalina, Victoria, and Lauren. Yeah. So I thought and again. Anna. So we had like five girls go this week. Yeah. Um. But obviously we get this Victoria spill all the way. Oh, what? At this point, I was laughing at her. Yeah. I sound like a bitch now, but I was actually laughing. What she was saying, I was like, you are so ridiculous. It was making me laugh at this point. So embarrassing. Um, so she goes up and says, I call, I honestly feel sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay and not all the facts of the situation. Yeah. Like... I mean, that's that's exactly what he did to you when he got rid of Marilyn, so... You know what, though? Good. I'm glad she said something that ridiculous to finish her time because, if like, if she had pulled it, like, I really wanted to be here or something, I would have been like, mate, you're stupid. But at least she just continued to prove how awful she really is. Well, Matt as well also said in, a pod, in the same podcast that he didn't say anything because at that point he was so over it and done and, like... He just basically was over the situation at that point. That's why he didn't say anything bad. That's why he didn't do anything. He was just past the point of caring, basically. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, and she also. And then said, we have some classic Victoria lines of, oh. he's not a king. I'm still a queen, Matt suggested. Oh. And um, the whole house is going to feel shit now I'm gone. I brought so many people joy. And then my personal favorite was, Matt's not the guy for me. I'm never dating another Matt as long as I live. I hate the name Matt. <laughs> that was the best. I love that. Honestly, I was cracking up. Literally. Um, and I love how she just like turned to the girls and was like, bye. 
and they're just like <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, we we should we should push on. We've spoken. We've Start of a new week. Times, yeah. Chris Harrison actually says we're at the halfway point. So Ben Higgins has said that he's not loving this season so far. Um, he said, I think his season as in Matt's in general has been a little frustrating in the sense I'm really rooting for Matt and I'm rooting for some of these girls. And right now there's no stories that I'm invested into. There's no relationships that I'm into right now. I don't know where this is going. And he noted that obviously the drama between uh, Matt's contestants has far exceeded the story. Yeah. And he remains hopeful it will change. But this is the thing, like, we all get invested and we all love The Bachelor for the story, for the romance story we see grow. We have no story yet. We have no story to follow and be invested in and be like, back in. This is why we're hanging on to little things like first impression rose the first week or so because there's no like no, like Brie her first day since then she's just fading into the background we've barely literally. seen her literally and it's just I, I don't know it's just a shame like I think there's some really good girls in this season like when you think of Tasha's season it was a dream in comparison to this like oh yeah and I thought that that was like the one of the most dramatic seasons yeah and honestly I think oh, yeah I, I don't know I think that I think I'm hoping though that producers and the showrunners have seen that this season has not been everyone's favourite because the drama's too much. Like it's just drained. I feel drained every time I finish, you know? Um, you know what? We get the first bit of story, I think, though, this episode with Abigail, which we'll get to, but we see little bits of it like growing. And that's those are the moments that I like The Bachelor for. Like those vulnerable moments, you're like, yeah. oh, and your heart gives out to them. I'm like, these are the things that I've been missing. That's the thing. Like when I think even like obviously to talk about the last season with Tasha, like when Matt, um, not Matt, when like Ben was opening up to Tasha about like like his past and his insecurities, yeah. and when and I know you're not a Zach C fan, but like when Zach C was opening up about his drug addiction and his brain surgery and stuff, I was like, yeah. this is what I want to be hearing. Like I want to like the fact that Abigail has to use a five minute conversation in a group date to talk about something so serious is so sad. When she deserved a date so much sooner than now, how on oh, earth Rachel and Kit really, really does? I rich honestly, she does deserve. I there's no one more that deserved a date, and the thing is with and like she says i'm not using her her condition isn't baggage but he's got to understand how overwhelming some of these dates must be to someone like her sometimes yeah. when she struggles like there's so much going on she deserved that time where and she makes she says a line she's like she feels like she's been forgotten a bit and i think she she has been like yeah. like i said last role ceremony she was really far down at the bottom yeah. And like when Matt sit when she talks to Matt in the one on one, you can tell he's really like she says a line. I'll, I'll get to it when we get to it. We have Rachel's one on one first. Yeah. Um, Getting ahead of ourselves because we love Abigail. Rachel, so I'm I do you know, I know that you're definitely not a Rachel fan. I'm not necessarily a Rachel fan, but I see I like her. I'm not not I don't want to like Rachel, but I am starting to like her more. I, I agree. Do you know what I think like so what's this, just fill us in briefly with the drama that's so, going on outside. The drama, obviously, the very first episode I talked about, there was a girl, she said she'd bullied her at school, picked on her for liking black men, and, like, said basically it wasn't okay. Not only that, 
apparently more girls have come out since and also said that they've had that Rachel bullied them um one of Rachel's friends tried to stick up for her but that's just I don't think there's some I don't really know much about that but see some of the things I think are ridiculous like some people have been like oh I watched a video they're like oh she lives in the most racist uh, county I'm like the girl can't help where she lives like that is not a point against her they've also been saying things like her dad supports Trump and blah and supports this uh, anti blah 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 group and her mum's also this this and this I'm like you also can't judge a, a person off the parents like it's the 21st century surely we're past judging people of who their parents are. I'm also at a point where I'm like, people change. Like, people can change. I don't agree Um, with any of that, but people do change. One of the other controversies, however, is apparently she's been liking posts that have, like, racist themes behind them, um, that have had, like, the, the Confederate flag in them and things like that. She's... This one thing that they have said, which I do want to is a bit of a tenuous thing. They said, like, she's dressed she's dressed up as a Native Indian before. The thing is, you can tell that wasn't a recent picture. And I think, and I'm not saying it's okay, but when people used to do that way back when, it wasn't as much of a taboo as it is now. People didn't know how long it was. I've also got, like, like one of my best friends, she um, bought a, a Mulan costume for a fancy dress party recently she's not of Asian descent but she just wasn't educated enough on it and I took my education and my knowledge of, yeah. of the world passed it onto her and she sold the costume and didn't and didn't use it like yeah it's a case of like giving people opportunities to better themselves and educate themselves and like I don't think it's fair to completely judge her for things like that like and like you said no, I don't I think maybe liking the posts that are that that these are then that's fair enough these girls saying that she's been that she bullied them that's fair enough i think some of the stuff is way too much you can't judge her on from where she lives in the country and what her parents are like you can't judge someone on that however some of these things i do understand and you can judge for do you know what though like i don't think i think if she was there for the fame and the platform and the drama she would be she'd be doing what all the others are doing that want that like I think she's sat very much in the background and I'm like I'm like at the end of the day I do think she actually really likes Matt no I, I I'm I'm at a thing where I'm, I'm still not a big fan of her she's not my favorite and no, still no, no. there's many others that I'd rather win but yeah. I don't like hate her anymore there's a lot yeah. worse in there yeah. I do think she really does try and play up this though, like I'm innocent, I'm yeah. such a nice girl type thing. And I'm like, I'd, from what the stories are, even if they're not all completely true, they must have been based off something. And I think she's trying to play up the nice girl bit too much for that to happen. Only like someone with a guilty conscience might use that to to like sort of yeah. the other I stuff. I also well. think that where I've said before I can't see people to, I can see her and Matt together I can see it and you they know look that? great together I can see them together it's, I'm, I'm so sorry if anyone gets offended by what I'm about to say but it's because she's basic and Matt needs someone basic he doesn't Matt can't have someone who's gonna fight him who's gonna like give him some fire no. like he needs someone that's just gonna like ride the wave with him he even I mean the date to it I don't unless I haven't even got that much to say apart from the fact that she obviously got 
Louboutins and like all this well, crazy this is stuff. actually classic date. I don't know if they've done it in a while, but like this used to be like one of the dates that all the girls ever see was like, I want the shopping date. Yeah. Um, it was, it was so this but- is like a return of a fan favourite like date. Um, I think it's a really fun date, to be I fair. One of the funnest that we've seen. I, the woman that I saw them and I was like, do you know what? I can I can really see them together is when she was like leaning on him and they were drinking champagne and the stylist said something. She's like, oh yeah, we're, we're almost matching today as well. And it just seems so relaxed and I could I could see them together. Basically. And you know what? I think there's so many insecurities in the in within the girls. I think she's secure in herself. I think she's like, I don't think it's but over- When she tries to make out that she's not a secure person, which is what I don't get. And, like, she literally says that, like, oh, I'm a awkward, I'm not confident, I'm this and that. And then Matt's like, oh, I like you because you're secure. And I'm like, she's just said she's not, though. Like, I just, I do think she's very confident. I'm not saying she's not, but I don't get how she then says that she's not because I think she's shown she is confident. Yeah. His face, though, when she comes out in that red dress, he, like, licks his lips. I mean, I'm I'm just, I'm not attracted to Matt in the slightest. Like, Matt is creeping me out. Like, there's, there's... I don't know. I, you know, when I first saw him, I was like, yeah, the attractive guy, but now, like, the more he's just not my cup of tea at all. Not at all. Absolutely. Doesn't do it for me in the slightest. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't want to sit too much on this part of the date because um the the second part of the date we obviously get a little bit more substance to Rachel. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying it's a fun date. The blue dress he gives her is stunning. I will say that, like, what a dress. Oh, gorgeous as well like she oh, I she wrote that so she is stunning um I there was a moment where I think it was the first time they cheersed on the date and she sort of does this little laugh to herself and I was like she really likes him like she's I really- think she likes I think they have a connection I, I will say I, I really do think they do have a connection between them yeah but um, we we obviously get the l word thrown around again. Uh, um, I literally wrote in my notes. So me and Bradley talked about this last night in text. I was like, I wrote in my notes. There's so much. I think I'm falling in love with you. And what does that mean? Like, Bradley's gonna hate mean? this. Like I think if you love him, say it. Like don't get me wrong, it's not got me in the best of positions. <laughs> but but like if you wanna say it, just say it. Scrap what it. I will not is Matt says it back and I, I know especially because the second one on one the person says it he does not say it back right exactly exactly which I think just kind of shows that it, where's Rachel standing right now um what I didn't like is Matt makes a comment he says I try as best I can to let my emotions out I'm like you try to let like this is a guy who's meant to be married at well engaged at the end of the series and he's trying to let emotions out I mean he also does go on to say that he tries even harder with Rachel which obviously shows how much he does like her but I'm like you trying to let him like you should be if you're taking on the job of bachelor of bachelorette you have to think can I open up can I do this can I do these emotions you can't be thinking I'm gonna try no no um we also get in the break between the dates the second one-on-one card and then this is where my heart just breaks for abigail yeah so well it's actually the group date but obviously because the one person left off we know who gets the one-on-one it's not the one-on-one card because this, um, this is off format as well right it's normally two groups and a, and a one-on-one 
No, because it's like halfway through the series now. It does tend to go to two one-on-ones and one group because of the way the numbers are. Yeah. Um, I, I was, to be first of all, I was shocked. Katie was shocked. I think Katie, if she was ever to get a one-on-one, I think after last week and her like coming to my, I think, I think she expected it as well because she'd been like the. Distru- I think she thought she was gonna get it. She went out of her way. Like she didn't have to do that. And I mean, if no. she do that, they would. It would. It would be a very different situation in the house. Yeah. So I was very surprised. I mean, very surprised that Kit got it out of everyone. And you, Abigail was that. heartbroken. Yeah, and all. I mean, because obviously you see the two that we really focus. Well, as well as Katie, we also get, we get Abigail who does look heartbroken. Then yeah. also Piper, yeah, going to kill someone. I was like, this girl has got a mean look on her. I think Katie and Abigail both say it though. Like they're both at the points where they want to make the next step and they both say it in different slightly different ways i don't think piper push just say she wants to spend time with her yeah. but they both like were ready to make the next step and like move this relationship forward yeah. you can't do that on a group date no. and it, it does get to a point where it's like you can only do so much you can't open up to someone and have those really really deep conversations when someone's going to interrupt two seconds down the line especially when you've got people like britney who are still doing that as well like it's there's still yeah it's- going on um but yeah i mean to wrap i also up, have no sympathy for like michelle we see michelle start to break down i mean we see because that on the group date as well and i'm like yeah she does it even more in the group but before the group when she she like breaks down she's like she's seen these girls go i'm like i have no sympathy because at this point there are girls like katie and abigail i'm gonna say it again who haven't had the one-on-one and realistically you probably You've just come and you've probably had more time with Matt than they have realistically altogether in like the weeks more that they've, they've been there. Yeah. So no sympathy that you're crying that these other girls are having time when you've realistically had more time than the others and you've just yeah. turned up. Yeah. No, I agree so I just have no sympathy for it. I think if maybe if it was like if Bree say was crying because she'd had the one-on-one in the beginning and now we're seeing it, I'd understand more. But I'm like... You've had more time than these girls who've been there weeks more, been waiting for weeks longer to get that time. No, 100%. Um, when it comes to the end of Rachel's day, um, we obviously see them right away in the carriage. And that was cute. It was cute, but again, I was like... So much kissing. It was a bit... Ugh. I just can't watch Matt kiss. What made me laugh was she said, I've been waiting my whole life for this guy. I was like, girl, you're 24. Literally. Literally. <laughs> like, come on. That's something you say when you're 45, twice divorced, and like seven kids, and it's like, okay, th- maybe this is going to be the one, you know? Um, <laughs> but um, let's jump into the group date. Um, I, th- I think they were right. It is quite the contrast to Rachel's day, isn't it? It's literally night and day. Literally putting the girls through hell with these group dates. Like I remember Colton season, like, and they're they're like walking around like these like little villages, like when trying all these different foods and like they can't go anywhere though, can they? Because of COVID. But they're just putting them through the walls. I'm like, come on, think of something else for the poor 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 women. Like the the boys. They're on a farm, basically. We've not actually said this yet. They're on a farm and they have to like muck out and they have to like. I'm, and they've already done something like this earlier on. We've already had like it wasn't a farm day, but we had something earlier on where they were like having to do something where they were getting dirty. Was it not the paintballing day? 
no at the wedding there was another one where they were getting their hands to i can't remember when but it was i'm sure there's been another date where it was like quite similar to this um but yeah anyway we yeah so there's not much to say on the actual day bit apart from the fact pipe is doing her vt and the way the way Matt just walks up and just starts making out with her and then MJ walks in on them, which is quite awkward. Uh, but I also think Piper, wrong place, wrong time. Like, I did not, I thought it was so Piper didn't do any of that. She didn't go and find him and, like, corner him. He came up to her when she was doing her VT. Mm. Did you not, like, she literally was sat there on the fence doing, because she went, oh, I'm doing my, she literally says she's, like, doing it and then he just starts making out with her. Because so I always, I keep finding this Piper and Matt thing like completely out of the blue because obviously we've not seen any of it. So random. Um, and we obviously get Michelle's breakdown um, at the end of the day, part of the day. Oh. Uh, she literally cries her eyes out. And I was like, you've literally met him like three days ago. You are, you've had a one-on-one. Like this is your first group day and like, get a life come on like man up a bit and that really makes me question her like like insecurities and her like emotional vulnerability i'm just i'm not the biggest michelle fan i know everyone seems to really like her online i just think she's a bit meh i don't think there's anything i think she falls into the same category as rachel for me that she's perfect for matt like very much gonna ride the wave not gonna challenge him like i don't think he goes bangs on later on about I want someone that's going to challenge me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, you don't. You want someone that's just going to sit there and yeah. like and make you happy. And, and that's fine. People like that. But I know from my point of view, when I date someone, I'm like, I need someone that's going to give me a bit of fire. Like someone's yeah. going to give me a bit of oomph. Someone's going to challenge me. And that's not, he keeps banging on about it. I don't think that is what he wants. So we go to the night portion. Yeah. Picks Chelsea first. That jacket also like swallowed her up. She looked like a pea in a jacket. Like <laughs> I do love Chelsea's fashion though. Like that's very much my vibe. Oh no, yeah. And like but I just think she looked like this tiny little thing in like her dad's jacket or something. It was huge. And <laughs> um, um, I I don't have much to say about the one-on-one time though. There's nothing there. I'm like, no. I'm like it pretty much was like, I really like you. Yeah, same. And I'm I'm, I'm surprised she's still there. I am as well. She was quite a front runner before I watched the show as well. But I'm like, I am. I was surprised. So and then, so we get Abigail, and now I can really focus on my girl. So she like takes this moment because she's like, she wants to go on, and she goes. To, we saw this on the teaser, and I tagged you in it during the week, and I was like, oh my god. Um, I was yelling at her to say to him, like, I feel like you've forgotten me because I think she needed to say that to give the boy a bit of a shake. Yeah. I think if she said that, she would get a one-on-one next week. I think she's almost in a place that... Because I think if I was in her position, I'd be like, I shouldn't have to be saying to you. I feel like... No, you shouldn't, but sometimes... You do need to be like, up, yeah, yeah, like you, they need a little bit of a kick up the ass. They've got all these girls. Sometimes yeah. they do need that little bit of a listen. Yeah, and I think she would have got the time. Um, but still, what she says, oh my god! And like you said, it's not fair that she should have to go this deep on a group date. Um, but um, she's her, his face when she says she was like, I don't want to disappoint you. 
and his face is like heartbroken when yeah. she says that. I was it heartbroken. Really I just, oh, I was. I honestly think she's one of the sweetest humans I've ever seen on reality TV. Oh, honestly, like I, I was gonna say I want the girl to have her own series, but she, she's not strong enough to. But, oh, I love her so much. Yeah, she's wonderful. Like, and again, um, I said this about Katie last week, but they're too good for this season. Like, they deserve so much better than this. I season. just wanted to give her a cuddle. Yeah literally and obviously she brought up the deafness thing which was yeah. such an important thing but again she i think at this point she it's such an important thing for her she probably went into this thinking i'm going to bring this up when i get the chance but she hasn't had the chance yeah. like and she shouldn't she she deserved more than just having to say that on a group date like i don't even feel like she i don't think she would have brought that up, but she's probably in a point now where she's like i might not even well, that, i think she said i think what she says when she goes into it she's like I don't want to miss my opportunity because yeah. I've not had the chance. And yeah. the thing is, like, I run, and I said and said about this when Brie went on the date, because it was something that could, I didn't even realise Abigail had this backstory. Yeah. And Abigail had such a similar backstory to Matt, which Matt then says, like, listen, I don't know about the death, I can't say, but I know what it's like to have a dad, like, desert you. Yeah. And he was, this is what I was saying, like, Brie and if Abigail and him had had this time earlier, they could have bonded over this and, like, would have been foundations for them. Like I said, it was for Brie and him. Like, yeah. And this is where, this is the moment. These are the moments that I was saying that we are missing, that these are what I wanted, like, the whole... Exactly that. ...that we've not had so far, like... And it was still very few and far between in this episode as well. Like, there was still... Oh, this was the only one, I think. Yeah. There was this, and then it was drama again literally from this point it goes to drama literally um i mean did anyone miss jesenny's chat did i feel like i missed jesenny actually talking to matt yeah she we did because i said when did i've written down when did mj's name get brought up like i don't i don't it it wasn't again we like it's it gets brushed over because there's so much other content to fit in because the drama just literally explodes from this point on um and i remember that oh so we this is interesting because we obviously uh can throw back to something we found out before the show started that's that jesenia gives an insincere gift so i'm guessing i'm guessing something we might see i see this is where i'm like a bit thrown off because i'm like is she actually gonna give her a gift because we see them sat there she doesn't give anything i don't know if they just maybe mean like this whole two-on-one thing now from that but chris harrison you need to specify more if that's what you mean yeah <laughs> I think a present. Um, um, I, I was really impressed with the way Jasenia spoke throughout this entire thing, though. Like, I she. I honest to God, I got so mad with MJ. So uh, freaking mad. She is. She starts to play like so. Basically, let's just say so. Apparently, at some point, Jasenia had a chat with Matt on the group day and said that MJ is one of the people that has made the comments and has been a major person creating and i'm just gonna say this now because i'll keep saying it mj is a major factor i'm not saying she isn't however there are so many more girls than just mj i am confused why just mj has been picked out like we said before who are you referring to what who else are you referring to serena c i think kit's made comments and like done things i think there's a few girls there not just MJ. I think MJ is bad, and I'm not saying that MJ is not done. She's the ringleader. She is the yeah. ringleader. I, 
I think she's only become a ringleader now because Anna and Victoria are gone. Yeah. I don't think she was necessarily a ringleader before. Well, I think like things like with the whole Sarah drama, how she like spoke outwardly about that though. Like at the time we was obviously- uh, No, I'm not saying she was a front runner. I think Victoria's always been the ringleader of oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's so many girls that I just don't understand. Well, some of the things, a couple of the things that I, well, the main thing I picked up on with Jesenia in the group date was that she said, I think characters based on behavior. And it was so true. Like, cause MJ was basically saying that she doesn't think her character has been toxic. She doesn't think that like, she's like shown a yeah. bad character. And Jesenia was like, true. Like at the end of the day, it's the way that you're behaving is creating toxicity in the house. And if you don't see it, someone is to pull you, you know up. What I couldn't... Do you know what I couldn't cope with how so I did like how as soon as she got told, she sat down and confronted the girls. I like that. She didn't let it, she like tried to um, sort it out straight away. She was no messing about. Yeah. What I didn't like was that she was like, I want to know because personally, I feel like I lead by example. And I was like, what? She has a very high opinion of herself. She does. She does. And that's that's where the whole varsity thing comes from. She's that typical yeah. sorority girl that just is a mean girl. Like, that's what it is. Um, I am here for Jasenia standing up to her, though, because it must be hard to do. Because even when they're talking, none of the... This is what pisses me off. None of the other girls are like, Jasenia's right, like, you shouldn't have made these... What is... Like, I you feel like all these girls need to get a bit... Yeah literally told that they need to get a backbone like i will i will stand up for katie at this point because i think katie, katie does to be fair yeah and she also has to be careful because we obviously just to jump to that we'll talk about the preview in a bit but like she serena c and katie's argument is about like serena c basically says to her you're spreading little fires everywhere and i don't think that's true at all i think katie's no. just standing up for what's right but katie has to be careful that she doesn't just come across as like this back well, yeah, it's, it's very it's a very off. and i think she does she's very clever and she does choose her moments like that when earlier in the episode when victoria and ryan are arguing and katie sat there katie only makes one comment the entire, like she lets them have it and only when it's like a step that's when katie's like well actually yeah but this is where i'm not saying that people need to be all ganging up on mj or anything i'm just saying someone needs to turn around and be like jesenny is right so it's not just like he said she said yeah um because that's what it is at the moment it's like a he said she said type situation and she tries to avoid that she said this varsity thing at one point i think she even says she didn't say it and then she's like yeah i said and i love 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 so katie again chooses her moment katie was like you're you're deflecting mj like because Jasenia was like, are you not going to admit it to Matt then? And she says it a million times. And every time she says it, um, MJ is just going off saying, I lead by example. I'm being attacked. I'm be And she tries to just turn it all to say she's now being attacked by the whole group. I'm like, you can't. I also think there's a tap word people throw out way too easy. You can't just say you're being attacked for no reason. No, it's not always an attack. Literally, I think I think her general attitude is just attack. I think that's been. I think we might have seen that as like, okay, that sort of like standing up for what's the right thing at the start. That's not what it has been, is it? It's literally just been. Defensive. It makes me so mad because she won't take any accountability and be like, 
do you know what I did? This is, and I think that's kind of what Jasenia means when she's like, are you going to tell Matt? She just wants it to take accountability and be like, do you know what? Yeah, I did say this. Oh, cool. Um, I did mean it lighthearted. If she's going to, but she won't even say this. Like, I mean, I think you should say, like, I meant it lightheartedly. I now understand that it's not that and how it has made these girls feel. Yeah. And I will make an avid... But she doesn't. She just attacks and then tries to manipulate that she's the victim yeah. and she's being attacked by these girls because they're just calling her out on her BS. Yeah. What really pisses me off when she calls them childish, I'm like, that's when you have no comeback and you're just trying to say it's childish because you have nothing to come back with. Um, Jasenia even, uh, she even says like, I'm done with this conversation. And she goes back into it and Jasenia goes, I thought this conversation was done. And I'm like, yes, like that is, that is the stuff you need to be throwing back at people. Like, at- yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I really didn't think Jasenia would handle a situation like this well, but she does. Like, you know, and I felt really bad because of this like teaser that I got about it. I thought I wouldn't like if they tell you way through. And now I feel a bit bad because I think she's actually all right. Good ones, yeah. Yeah. Um, just to um wrap up on the group day, we obviously see Abigail get the road, yes. which is of course have to happen. When Chelsea was like, I think I had a really good connection, I was like, mate, you literally said three words and kissed. Like that is all that happened. Um and also we don't get to see any more of Maggie, which I was so sad about. I'm like, Honestly, I even wrote earlier in my notes, I missed it. I was like, Maggie has, I mean, I like Maggie. I was like, but this is all the capital. I was like, but I've literally seen a minute of screen time in the five weeks and she's got a rose. Like, we've seen nothing of this, literally nothing. I'm gutted. We've actually seen more time of Abigail and Maggie than Maggie and Matt. Yeah, it's so true. I don't actually know if I've ever seen them two together. A massive stand of the friendship, though. Like, massive stand of it. Oh, they're so cute. Um, so Kit's one-on-one is next. Can I just say, I think this is a very short one-on-one. And also like- night time when she goes. And, and also if I, if I just saw her go, Rachel get like thousands of dollars worth of clothes and Louboutins, then I was going around for dinner. I'd be like, excuse me? But Kit really likes it though. Cause he, th- she says that he's like, listen to her. Oh, yeah, I, you know what? Yeah. But I think her crying over it and how emotional she got. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's I was a like, it's a, kitchen, it's a kitchen. Like, what is the big deal? Like, I get the whole, the mum, like me and mum cooked in the kitchen. I was like, but so did me and my mum. I don't cry about it. Like, also, like in the nicest way, it just showed up. Do you know how we kept saying that she doesn't seem to have much of a personality, but maybe it's just because we're not this did nothing for her there's nothing there she has no personality no even to the point where like he opened the door and she was stood there like a horror movie character she was just like like nothing (laughs) nothing there I was like you can't and do you know what I think like my summary of the date was that he sees Kit as like a toy like I think he just enjoys having her there kissing her like she is obviously cute and she's pretty and she's small and she's petite. There's nothing else. I just didn't. I just don't see it. She's not going to be the winner. She's not. She's not going to. Absolutely not. She's, she'll end up on Bachelor in Paradise. Oh yeah, she's going to lap that up. Um, oh, just to clarify as well to anyone who's listening, because Kit refers to her mum a lot. Doesn't say who her mum is. Her mum is the um, fashion designer Cynthia Rowley. So her mum made it like big in the 90s-ish. She had like Tyra Banks, 
Molly Ringwald, um, Naomi Campbell wore her fashion show. Like, so... The big deal. That dress that she wore the very first night, actually, the one that I said was awful, the feather yeah. one, it's called the Kitty. It's her mum's dress that she, like, designed for her. She said it was her gossip girl moment. Wow. I'm like, Serena Vanderwoodson would never have been caught looking like an ostrich. Thank you. Still standing up for Kit on that because I love that outfit. But um, but yeah. Uh, grown, that's all I'll say. <laughs> um, um, can I just note though that she says that she's again your favorite words, she thinks she's falling in love. And I know I said earlier, but he doesn't say it back like he did to Rachel. Yeah. And then that just shows that he's not really as interested. Yeah. I feel like it was a waste of a day. Yeah, it was. Like, we didn't get anything more from it that we haven't seen in their tiny little one on like one on ones doing groups. Like, I can't imagine it is hard growing up with a famous mum who's as successful as she is. But I just don't think. I think she needs someone like her. She needs someone in her sphere. She really does. Like, yeah, I, she does. I don't think that the worlds would not match at all. Uh, too much Where of a yeah. With all the kids in New York, like helping them out, like it's not they don't live in the same they live in the same city, but not in the same world. I also think Kit is a childish twenty-one year old. Like I don't think she's a mature twenty-one year old. Honest to God, so I wrote this down in my notes. She looks like his kid sister, apart from obviously the obvious standout. <laughs> she looks like like when they're baking, it looks like it's like an older brother with his sister, yeah. like little activity together. I also want to touch on the possibly the most awful kiss of the season so far on the work top the way I just don't know it's just Matt that's just I don't see any passion between I don't see any passion I don't see actually any like chemistry it looked like two like I've got two dead fish and I'm like making a punch (laughs) and Judy scene out of it it was just like and his eyes were half open as well I'm just gonna (laughs) half open um, but yeah, obviously, I mean, unless you've got anything to report, I think he ge- obviously he gives her the rose. He seems infatuated by her, and I'm like, what is going I on? I don't get it. I, don't, I, I do you know, I hardly wrote, I wrote like four notes yeah. for this. I just had nothing to say. I honestly don't think it gave us anything. No, no, I agree. Um, but the then choices we- of one on ones have been all, I feel like someone needs to, I, like, Produce, pick for him at this point because yeah. it's awful choices. Sad. It's just sad because there's people that deserve it so much more. But like I said, I think, I don't think, I think Katie and Abigail are too good for Matt and Maggie. We'll check Maggie in the mix as well. seconds <laughs> 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 And Brie. I have a feeling that Brie's too good for it. Oh, Brie, of course. Yeah, I can't forget about Brie. Um, but yes, we then get another date card. Yeah. Oh, can I just say, is this the new way that they're going to do... My hands went a bit crazy then, wow. They did, they is did. Is this the new way that they're going to do the two-on-ones? Because obviously... Now, I don't know if you... I don't know how long they've done it, but they always used to have every series a two-on-one day. All right. But it was a proper day, and then halfway through, they'd get rid of one, and then the other one would stay for, like, the night portion of the day. So I think that the reason it's gone the way it has is because... Firstly, the drama. I think the producers are ramping up the drama. Also, I think that he does want to just get to the bottom of this drama once and for all. They did like, the same thing on Tasha's season, where normally we always had a two-on-one date in a series, but it was like a date date, not like a pre-rose set. Because the thing is, the rose ceremonies, they're like the last chance for some of these girls, and they need those moments. I think to have moments like this just before a rose ceremony, 
would not make the lead's head be in the right space to go into a rose ceremony. Yeah. And like a sort of cocktail party. Because I like if I was my head would be that blagged by this stupid petty drama, then I'd be like going into that and it's just not the right way, I think, to set up like something like that. Yeah, I agree with you. Because that's when I think they end up making their own decisions because they need that time in the the cocktail party sometimes. Yeah, but on the other hand, I'm also like, actually, I think this at this point MJ needs to go home. Like, I well, think- MJ does need to go. I'm not saying. Can I just talk about right? So the editing, I was like, why would they do? So they do obviously the standoff moment. So they're both like leave the suitcases at the same time and they walk down at the same time, like glaring at each other the entire way. Wait for it. They then both like dramatically get into different cars. I remember and they flip to them in the same car. <laughs> next to each other. I was like, what? <laughs> it, it was comical. Like I I'm sure that wasn't how it's supposed to look. No. I was like, this is brilliant. Like they look so uncomfortable and so close to each other as well. I was like, someone's gonna get killed in this it car. Was like, it was literally like a whole scene, like a build up, step, 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 and literally like the doors and it closes the doors and it flicks to this and this <laughs> and that next to each other. I was like, just sure you're getting in two different um, But uh, MJ bangs on in this last scene saying that she preaches harmony and peace. Oh, that's like, no, how can you, you've said awful things all the way through. You've been like, you literally said JV versus like varsity. Yeah. How is that harmony? That is separated into two groups. Yeah, exactly. And I, do you know what? Like, just Jessenia once again comes up, comes around with the, I see three sides of you. Oh, the that was side good. Aside the camera seat. And- Although, the bit that I didn't understand was when she said that, so obviously she was like the side that Matt's, and then she went, I wonder what side Matt's going to see tonight. I was like, well, obviously the side that Matt's. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things though, where it's like, you think it's so clever and then you're like, oh wait, it's okay. Oh wait, never mind. What um, I will say is, I think MJ was so patronising this entire time. Yeah. And um, I loved how, so MJ goes, we're done. And then there was just this awkward silence. And then Jasenia started to speak. And then MJ was like, no, I'm going to speak. I said, I, and I'm like, you just said you didn't want to speak. <laughs> I went really high pitched then, but I was like, what? It was she ridiculous. Was like, she literally was like, we're done with this conversation. And as soon as Jasenia tried... She also was like, Jasenia, stop speaking over me. And she kept speaking over Jasenia. So like... I think my favourite part of the entire episode, though, was Jasenia looking into the camera, saying, okay, and smiling. I was like, that yeah. was everything. That was the best moment. Um, well, she honestly, the way MJ, it's a bit worrying, like you said, how she's so oblivious and thinks she's literally done nothing wrong, just says that she's being attacked what I don't get is how she's saying Jasenia's only said this to make me look bad with Matt and to ruin my connection. No, she's not. She couldn't give two flying Fs about your connection. She's just saying what you've done is out of, and that's what she kept saying. Like it's the fact that you've done, you've acted this way and said these things. It's not. She doesn't, and she MJ has it in her head, and she's determined that it's because she's jealous of my connection with Matt. I'm like, if she was jealous, do you not think she'd pick on someone else? Not you, that's not even yeah. had a one-on-one yet. And also, she, um, Jasenia, um says, I obviously haven't seen the conversation, but she says that Matt asked her about the, the house, and Jasenia said, 
MJ is causing toxic, and we've seen that. There's, there's proof behind it. I just hate. Whole, like, I, I do. I, I do think MJ. I just don't understand why it's all just been put on MJ suddenly when we still have girls like Serena C that nothing's been said and Kit nothing's been said. Like he thinks Kit is this sweet, really nice, innocent if we're, girl. If we're looking at the pedestal of those three. MJ is definitely the loudest, the most vocal. Yeah, but this is what biggest, I don't think girl. we should be doing this. Like, oh, this one's gone. Ticked. Now we can work on the next one. Tick. Now we can. Uh, why you, aren't we just saying not, it's this, 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 this? It's this person, this person, this person, and this person. But why like, does it have to be like we have to tackle them step I, by step? Can you imagine if they did that in the first episode? There'd be no one left. Like, like it's it's I the whole season for me has just been process of elimination. And like we know who's gonna go next. Serena C is obviously gonna be one of the few to go next. But Maybe I understand that, but this is all about the girls' divide. Then they should be saying, Well, it's this girl, this girl, this girl, and this girl that are all creating the divide. It shouldn't be, well, this girl, now actually this girl's also created an issue. That yeah. one goes. Well, actually, this one's also said something like, why is it now like been drunk? Because it's dragging it out so much longer because they're going, well, this one also said something. Oh, and this one said something as well. Like, why aren't the girls just being like, this person said something, this one and this one. And like Brittany, she says that Victoria said, but she doesn't say it until Anna's gone. Yeah. And then MJ said stuff exactly the same time as they've been saying this JV and varsity since the girls walked in. But it's not been brought up till Victoria and Anna's gone. Why can't you just name them all and say they're all caused? Because then it's like you're just trying to pick them off one by one. It just it's not that it seems less sincere, but as the bachelor or the bachelorette, I'd be like, Well, if that was the case, why didn't you tell me when I first asked you what the issues were? No, I agree. I just and the cliffhanger killed me. Kill me. I was like, for God's sake. <laughs> I watched this with my housemate Josh and yeah. he was like watching the football on his phone at the same time and he's like what no no I was like I know Josh I know <laughs> literally um we then see um a teaser for next week it is the week we've been waiting for Heather Martin is back in the track. week I have been waiting for <laughs> this week one it I think it's gonna be it's obviously all going to go crazy. I don't know how it's going to play out. No idea. So Piper gets a one-on-one next week. We don't see who gets the second one. Am I right? Uh, no, but we do, to touch on Piper, we see that she's very insecure. Like her insecurities. Well, even after she has this one-on-one, you can see her crying at the rose ceremony yeah. in all sports. Which I think I always find much when you've had a one on one day and you have a rose. I always find it a lot when you then start That's getting scary. emotional at the rose. Yeah. And there's girls that don't know if they're safe. I think it's ridiculous, to be honest with you. I've always thought that. And um, we also see, and I actually squealed. I went, oh! and I went, Tennessee. And Josh again was like, what? And then because he, he was on for literally like a second, but yeah. trust me, I noticed that one second. When you, you messaged me saying my guy's on, and I was like, oh, and then I got well, like two thirds of the episodes, like, when's he popping up? And then I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 um, playing pool, though, and oh, it's so <laughs> sexy, and I'm so here for it. I um, I also just want to say that we're finally going to see Katie raise her voice. And I'm excited for this Serena yeah. Katie standoff because it needs to happen. Serena well, I think at this point, though, she probably raises her voice because she's over it. Done. She's done. She's been done since week two. She's yeah. been, like, she, is, she came in as this fun, bubbly person. And she's been standing by every, one of the few, even if we look at Brie, Abigail, yeah. like 
they're just being quiet and sitting there like you can't excuse them and i think katie is literally the only one in the house who is sticking up for what's right it's so stressful but oh my god i cannot wait for serena c to get called out on this stuff like can we also just say next week heather arrives yeah so this is another thing that Dylan apparently said in his Q&A. He went, the edit, they gave Heather, he went, I'm already ready to fight people. Because obviously, I think Hannah G was also on Heather's season. Yeah, his like fiance, so they're also friends. Yeah. Um, and he's saying how they are going to edit and show Heather is not right. And he's yeah. already ready to defend and back her up. Wow. I think... It's really late for her to turn up. That's the one thing that confuses it me. It is. But that's off her that's on her back. Like she's the one that should, unless it was a producer decision, but this is what I'm like. The producers asked her to come in. What a random person to bring in though, that's the case. It's not random though. So this is what I'm gonna say. I'll explain. But I think there might be some history between them. Because I'm going to go through the connection. So Matt is best friends with my man, Tyler C. Tyler C was obviously on um, Hannah's season, came runner up. Him and Hannah and Matt then are all like now best friends, did the quarantine crew together. So now Matt's like best friends with Hannah. Hannah was on Colton's season and Colton's season also had Heather M. Hannah and um, Heather like they were literally on like a vacation in LA together the other month. Like they are best friends. So I think they must have all hung out together and something's gone on between them for it to turn up. We'll see. I am quite excited to see Heather turn up because I do quite like Heather. I think she's sweet. Yeah. I'm excited to see how it's going to go down. I'm ready for my man. <laughs> Um, let's wrap up with our bachelor scores. Oh yes, I'll get it up. Ooh, things have changed up. Things have changed. So your sister's bottom at thirty-three, but like we said before, she missed a few weeks. Yeah. That's probably why. We then have Sarah with seventy-six oh, I'm sorry, points. <laughs> Bradley's second with seventy-seven points. Wow, one point between you. And then I'm first with 89 points. Oh, I can catch up. I can catch up. But yeah, that's all we've got time for, guys. I mean, we've eaten your ears off. For I know, and I'm over the drama. I found it, re- I will say, it was easy to watch in the terms of it wasn't as uncomfortable as last week. However, it was not easy to watch. I was over the drama. I'm bored by it. Literally bored by it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yep, we'll see you next week. Okay, we'll see you next week. So Happy week. Yeah, and we will um three Keep calm on that. We're never gonna do this again. Anyways, we'll see (laughs) you.